All right, so I'm Caleb. I'm Garrett. All right, and here we have Dr. Jennings, a chemistry professor at the University of Alabama. We're conducting this podcast interview to get to know a little bit more about him and his research. So um, where did you get your um, undergrad from? So my undergraduate degree is from the University of Illinois uh, at Urbana-Champaign, which is the main campus uh, in Illinois. All right, so you're from the north? I am from Illinois, downstate Illinois. I grew up on a farm. Okay, all right. And then where did you receive your Ph.D.? My Ph.D. is from Purdue University uh, in West Lafayette, Indiana. Okay. So this is like your first time coming south? Uh, Professionally, uh, but to even add a little bit to your question, so when you become a faculty member after your Ph.D., you typically do what's called a Mm postdoc. And my postdoc was at a place called the Scripps Research Institute in La Jolla, California, which is north San Diego. And then I came here uh, after that. But okay. yeah, asking about being in the South, uh, vacationed in the South before. So okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Never lived. Awesome. Got you. Um, so what was your first research project that you participated in um, ever? That's uh, when I was an undergraduate. I worked with an individual who since passed away. His name was Peter Beek. Uh, he was my organic two professor at Illinois. And I worked with a graduate student uh, looking at geometrical requirements for nucleophilic substitution reactions, actually. Okay, that's what we're doing in class right now. Um, so, how long have you been a faculty member at UA? Uh, this is my 18th year, so 18 and a, almost 18 and a half years total. Okay, wow. So, you had some substantial time here. Um, and then. Um, what inspired you to conduct research at like a university level? So what you're doing now? I, I think it's a combination of a couple of things. I think number one, as, as, a, as a professor and having the ability to conduct your own research, I would say it has everything to do with the freedom to do kind of what you want to do. Okay, you have the freedom to, to investigate important issues from a societal perspective, be it medicine, materials, whatever it may be. So I think that's a, a really big drive to be able to, frankly, kind of be your own boss. Awesome. What is your favorite and least favorite part of the research process? <laughs> least favorite's an easy one. Uh, chasing money. Uh, you're constantly writing grants to raise more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most positive part is, I would say, twofold. Number one, through research, you educate your graduate students. And by doing that, you see them develop as not only individuals, but as scientists, and then they move on throughout their career, and that's really fun to watch them uh, as, as they mature. And the other thing is, is, getting back to the idea of why you do research, you know, anytime you can have an impact uh, on society as a whole, I think that's a very powerful thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, can you briefly talk about the research that like you're currently involved in right now? Sure. Uh, so we're an organic chemistry group. <clears throat> we're a synthetic organic group, which means we develop, uh, design if need be, invent new reactions that are not known. Uh, and the other part of my research group is we make biologically relevant and active natural products for potentially new therapeutics. Uh, we focus probably a little bit more now uh, on anti-leukemia-based novel reagents, uh, so when children and adults go through chemotherapy that they ultimately are not successful. We're trying to develop new new things to help the success of that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, is there anything that like you have in mind right now that you want to research in the future? Um, I, I think it's still, 
you know, there's a lot of need. There's a lot of need from, from a medicinal perspective, from new antibiotics to, to new anti-cancer compounds to, you know, it could be new anti-inflammatory. So there's a lot of need. And obviously as we're in the pandemic of COVID-19 uh, for antivirals as well. So where would I like to go? I, you know, it's hard to say. It's hard to say where the needle will eventually point me to. Yeah. So you do a lot of like medicine like stuff? We do more. We, we try to develop these new reactions to make compound organic compounds that are fairly complex uh, in, in the most efficient way that we can. And yet we tend to sort of focus into the biologically active slash relevant side of that. Okay. Awesome. Then what advice would you give to students who are be, uh, beginning to enter the world of research? Be patient be able to deal with failure because a lot of research has a lot of failure built into it. When you're trying to push something forward that's never been discovered, never been developed, there's a lot of failure there. And the best advice I ever got from my undergraduate researcher wa uh, advisor was, if you can deal with failure, you'll be okay because in organic chemistry, you fail about 85% of the time. So that's advice I think any student going into any area of scientific or engineering-based research, it's very important. That's one. The other one is find something that you're passionate about. Don't do it because somebody else wants you to do it or you're just going through the motion. You've got to be passionate about what you do. Okay. So he talked about how his least favorite part of the research process is getting the grants to fund the research. Have you heard of any other professors who are also involved in research that also do not enjoy the grant process? Yeah, so actually I've heard that from a couple other uh, professors. Um, I actually had an opportunity to, to connect with a professor from a different institution in the state of Georgia. And they were telling me that it you know, can take them weeks or even months to um, complete a grant, depending on what they have going on, going on at the time. Because, you know, professors, they are also participating in research, but they have to teach and lecture and grade papers. Right. So it's really about balancing and, you know, how well you're able to do that. Um, yeah. Some people hate the grant process. Some people love it. Mm -hmm. Most that I've talked to hate it. Don't like it. I'm yeah. sure it's just such a pain just... I mean, anytime you're dealing with money and finances and stuff like that, I'm sure it's just really difficult for them to should be able to get that. Because obviously you have to prove like, you know, like what you're researching, like it's important yeah. and it's like worth giving money towards, you exactly. know, because they're typically large amounts of money yeah. too. So I'm sure it's just very stressful for them. Yeah. And I'm, sh and I'm thinking, you know, even the semantics um, about behind it, you know, that has to be a lot of pressure being like more of a scientific minded person and yeah. having to write like this grant proposal, making sure like you cross your T's, dot your I's, like, right. you know, it can't be easy. Yeah, no, definitely. So Dr. Jennings talked about the ability and freedom to study important issues um, such as, you know, medicine and really societal issues um, and who has access to you know what medical their medical needs and yeah. stuff like that so what are some things that you're passionate about and would consider researching in the future yeah definitely well 
obviously I'm, I'm a pre-med like biology major so that's my ultimate goal is to go to med school so I definitely love to get involved in the in the kind of medicine related research um, I'm not really exactly sure like what I want to go into like as far as medicine goes I think probably the two things I'm looking at right now is either psychiatry or uh, pediatrics potentially mm. um, psychiatry I remember like learning in my psychology class freshman year of college like they taught they did talked about like psychiatry and like just like the different like mental disorders like schizophrenia stuff along those lines yeah. uh, I just found that stuff super interesting so definitely be cool to uh, research something along those lines um, yeah. also pediatrics I've always just you know kind of enjoyed working with kids like this past summer, I was the coach of a uh, youth baseball team and mm -hmm. had a lot of fun doing that. So anything along those lines, I think, would be really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Kids, you know, who doesn't love kids? Exactly. Right. So. Is there anything, like, what are you potentially passionate about researching in? Mm, you know, um, I'm, like you, kind of pre-med on that track. Um, I'll, I really look at things from like a mental health aspect. Um, and so I would really be interested in researching, you know, anything that deals with um, mental health, not necessarily at an individual level, but how that can affect a community yeah. as well. So, you know, um, kind of broaden that that sample group. Right. Um, you know, I've really just been um, diving into that lately, reading um, up on it a lot. So I would definitely like to find a project that yeah. know, pertains to that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot, like, there's obviously a lot of focus right now going into, like, mental health and stuff. Like, it's yeah. definitely trying to, like, remove, like, the stigmas from that and stuff in society. Um, but obviously that, like, a lot of that's definitely, like, individually based. Mm -hmm. So um, it would be really interesting to see, like, just how it, like, looking at it from a broader scale rather yeah. than, like, just like specifically the individual, but that's really cool. And so then one of the last things he kind of touched on was, um, you know, like specifically for organic chemistry, but I mean, this real this applies to everything is, you know, how you get, like you have to deal with failure and whatever yeah. you do. Uh, he said like in, in OCHEM specifically, you know, they fail like 85% of the time, which I'm sure is extremely frustrating. Yeah. I know I would get really frustrated with yeah. that. That sounds yeah. tough. Yeah. But are, are there any, like, failures that you've had in your life that, that you know, were tough at the, like, at the time, but uh, it turned out it benefited you in the long run? Yeah, so um, I definitely related to that failure um, topic. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was um, not necessarily failing, you know, some of the courses that I'm in, mm -hmm. but not meeting the expectations that I has I set for myself right and the biggest way I've learned to kind of deal with that is to you know get back up and keep trying and mm -hmm. not necessarily give up or sell you sell yourself short um you know just keep working at it and if one thing isn't working for you then try something else like yeah. it wouldn't make sense to keep studying one way and it's obviously Expect not working results exactly yeah so it's clear if you take an assessment and it's not what you want it to be, 
you need to change how you're studying. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually in Okim right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I can I can confidently say that the class is failing like 85% of the time. Yeah. So. Okim is brutal. It is, it's, man. It's tough. What about you? Uh, yeah, just going off of that, uh, I was going to say something. At least for me specifically, like a specific time I can remember, this isn't academic related, but I was playing uh, football my freshman year of high school. And, um, you know, we were doing a scrimmage and I didn't know the plays and stuff. And I was in on offense, ran the wrong route. And like my coach just blasted me. Like he just got so mad and, you know, it was embarrassing and stuff and really frustrating. But, you know, I, I mean, I took that. I was like, okay, like I need to take this more seriously. I learned all the plays. And by the end of the, the, the year, I knew the plays like the back of my hand. Like I did, I memorized them all. And I was even helping some of the upperclassmen like, like with their routes and stuff. Um, as far as academically, like really, like I remember my freshman year, uh, I had a history class where we had to write papers, and the first paper that I wrote, um, I just, I just didn't like, did not do a good job on it, did not get the grade that I wanted. Um, but you know, he gave me fee- like good feedback on as to what I needed to do, and I was able to improve on my later papers and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those probably two of the examples that come to mind for me. Yeah. So, but yeah. so it's definitely changing that approach to how you handle the exactly. situation initially. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and yeah. expect different results. Like, you, you got to change it up. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, that was a good um, interview. Yeah. Man, that was a good talk. Yeah, that was good yeah, stuff. Very interesting. Yep, absolutely.